Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, to unlock the knowledge. And today we're gonna talk about Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, talking on Rich Eisen show. Let's go, ready up. Ready up. My destiny. Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, to unlock the knowledge. The podcast are all around the galaxy, and you know, fam, today we're going to be doing some good stuff here. We're going to be talking about the sequel trilogy and Kylo Ren and Adam Driver, all the good stuff that I can't wait to talk about. I've been waiting to talk about this all freaking week, and you know, you know for sure, no matter what's happening in the galaxy, man, there is one place you can hear Star Wars news, and that's inside the Dark Temple, visited by Mara. Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many of the Force sensitives like yourself. I'm Lord Dagavir, fam, and it's time to unlock the knowledge. Kylo Ren is by far my favorite character in the sequel trilogy, and depending on what day, honestly, of the week that I'm thinking about, for me, it's either Anakin Skywalker, Slash Vader, or Kylo Ren as my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. And, I, and even with the issues of, of the sequel trilogy, I still love Kylo Ren so much. I still love Ben Solo so much. But there's a lot that I want to talk about today because I feel like during the sequel trilogy, I felt like Adam Driver specifically wasn't really able to talk about Kylo Ren and Star Wars because you know how top secret a lot of this stuff is. You know how fans of Star Wars freak the F out when it comes to Star Wars news. If someone says something they don't like, if someone says something they do like and the complete opposite happens, people flip out, people freak out. You know, and then and that's the thing too. Like you see the way John Boyega has basically outspoken he's, he's basically been so free about everything no i don't want to come back no i'm not sure about this i don't like the way they did this you know uh, and you know daisy ridley all these all these actors that were a part of it they were very outspoken with their uh, how disgruntled they were how upset they were uh whether it was with production whether they whatever it was everybody was coming out and talking about uh the issues with the sequel trilogy and it seems like now you know as like the dust settles and it's been some time now, a couple of years after the sequel trilogy, and now words are spreading. You know, rumors are going around the galaxy. We're hearing shadows are moving, production is happening. Now Daisy Ridley is going to get another movie and potentially more movies. And so, well, that begs the question is what's gonna happen with these other characters? Are we gonna see Finn? Is John Boyer gonna come back? But are we gonna have Ben Solo? Is Adam Driver gonna come back? And funny enough, we have some information that from Adam Driver on the Rich Eisen show, which I think is freaking hilarious, because I, <laughs> I did not know Rich Eisen did this. Uh, I usually watch Rich Eisen uh, to talk about sports and football. I'm a Dolphin fan, so I'm usually he's usually uh, talking about Tua and all these uh, characters. Anyway, uh, this, this is not about Star Wars, but yeah, I I'm not usually so used to him talking about these things, so it's funny to see him in my Star Wars verse. Uh, so it's kind of weird. My worlds are colliding here. So. Adam Driver had a lot to say, uh, and, and there was a, some really good things, you know, he talked about how he does have a Kylo Ren saber mask costume that he does take at home, which I think is really cool, because I think that a lot of the hearsay was that a lot of the actors really didn't want to be around Star Wars anymore, you know, they, they really had a bad time, or they really didn't like a lot of the drama, or th whatever it is, they just did not want to look back, 
You know, and I know that there's a lot of actors out there. Uh, people say that there's a lot of actors out there that have issues when they're cast at Star Wars. They struggle to be casted and everything else. Adam Driver is not that person. Adam Driver has been casted in so much. He's arguably the strongest actor that they've had uh, in 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 the entire in the entire freaking cast of Star Wars. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, not Poe Dameron. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, it's, it's not uh, Oscar Isaac, right? Oscar Isaac is also uh, phenomenal. You know, uh, Moon Knight. I freaking love Moon Knight. Uh, John Boyega is also a phenomenal freaking actor. Uh, Daisy Ridley is also a great actress. Uh, but I, I think Daisy Ridley probably hasn't been in a considerably as much as the rest of the cast. I think she's the one that I would say I've struggled to see her in more movies or projects than everybody else. But that's just my opinion, and also could just be the type of movies that I watch. I really don't. I really don't watch a lot out of Star Wars and superhero movies and some other stuff. So that's you know that's probably inaccurate to say. But Adam Driver, I felt like throughout the entire sequel trilogy, didn't really get to talk too much. And the only time that we really got to see him talk about Star Wars was for the Saturday Night Live skits. That was the only time we got to see him out of that Kylo Ren esque. And then they had those really cool. Kylo Ren parody uh, shows, you know, like the Undercover Boss, which I thought was hilarious. I thought that was so creatively done, especially to promote the new films. I love seeing it. Uh, and he goes into detail in the show with Rich Eisen about, you know, how the, the 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 production and the script was so top secret. He wasn't really sure whether or not he wanted to be in Star Wars, but once he made the decision, then they allowed him to see the script. Uh, which I, you know, everyone's kind of shocked about how top secret it is, but I'm not. But that also could be because I, you know, I, I'm working right now as a marketing manager in production and I understand how a lot of the stuff is completely under wraps uh, and, and how these things are. They're, like NDAs are thrown out so much and it's not just regular NDAs, you know, people are very secure when it comes to a lot of the production stuff that goes with anime, you know, or movies or whatever, even video games and things like that. You know, a lot of the stuff is being worked on for years and years and years and people will not know until an announcement happens or someone leaks it. And Star Wars is like one of the most important franchises in all of entertainment. So yeah, you would you would know that it's completely under wraps. And this was the first movie that Star Wars had made since Revenge of the Sith. So yes, of course. I mean, that type of secrecy does not surprise me whatsoever. Uh, he was under the understanding that he was going to be playing Vader 2.0. And this is where the conversation gets really exciting and interesting because he was very... Um, it seemed like Kylo Ren was going to go the direct opposite direction that Vader would. So, uh, at the very first movie, he would be, uh, second-guessed, you know? He, and then towards the end, in the very end, he'd be so committed. He'd be completely committed to the dark side. Uh, whereas the first movie, not so much. He'd be struggling with the light. And that's what we got. That's what we saw. And I remember... In the first movie, a lot of us, including myself, are like, "Oh yeah, man, you know, he's totally, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna struggle. He's gonna turn back to the light side. He's gonna have a redemption arc, you know." And the one scene that always comes out to me is after he kills Han Solo, and he's beating his, his stomach. He's beating that wound to to channel into the rage, channel into the dark side, and it's so funny to me because I was like, "Oh yeah, bro, like he can't even really be a dark sider." So of course he's gonna he's gonna redeem himself in some way, uh, or or maybe maybe he was a double agent. I think that's what one of the biggest theories was that Kylo Ren was the double agent that he was going to uh, kill Snoke, 
finally, and all these things. I mean, it was so, so, such a long time ago, I feel like, but there was the, the rumors and theories were running rampant, just as, just as all freaking Star Wars fans do. But the idea, and that's what I want to talk about the most in this, is the idea of Kylo Ren in a non-redemption arc. The completely, I'm so dedicated to the dark side, this is my, uh, this is my, this is my meltdown. I'm completely committed to this. I'm just going to crumble in this way, completely to the dark side, which is like, we haven't seen that in Star Wars. You know, we really have not seen that where it's just lost soul, almost like Revenge of the Sith, right? Where Revenge of the Sith Anakin is, is pretty much what we get. <clears throat> I think that's the closest we've gotten. And that is just tragic to see the tragedy unfold where Anakin is so committed to the dark side at that point because he's just been groomed, he's struggled, the light side of the of the force hasn't really appreciated him and helped him as much, especially with his supporting cast. It wasn't really supporting at all outside Padme. You know, a lot of terrible things. And Kylo Ren was honestly on his own. Kylo Ren was probably more alone, in my opinion, than Anakin was. Because Anakin, at the very least, had masters. <clears throat> he had the entire Jedi Order. Uh, he had, yeah, he, of course he had Obi-Wan Kenobi, of course he had Padme, you know, but Kylo Ren, at least to the story that we understand, he didn't have much. And then, on top of that, you know, with the way they made Han Solo and Princess Leia, you know, they ended up separating. So that was probably even more of a, of a struggle for Kylo Ren, and then of course he gets given away to Luke Skywalker, and it's basically like a daycare to the point where Luke Skywalker has to mentor Ben Solo, and of course these uh, very few handful of students that we get to see in the Rise of Kylo Ren comics. And then you see how that plays out. So Kylo Ren was, uh, Ben Solo was really struggling at the very, very beginning. And it's very easy for someone like him, in my opinion, to have that dedicated path down to the dark side, completely isolating him from everything else. So the idea of Kylo Ren having that opposite journey of Darth Vader is completely understandable. My issue to me is like, how entertaining can it be to the point where it's so destructive, right? Because that's what it is. It is complete destructive. Uh, I don't know. It's They're destroying him as a character it, to the point where he's literally on, on the cusp of imploding because he's just so committed to the dark side. And... and I, like, we've seen Palpatine do that, but to the point where it's, like, self-destructive, Palpatine has only been destroyed by other people. And, and Kylo Ren, in my opinion, is by far, uh, I, I think, I think he's much stronger than Rey. I just think he's much, much more powerful than Rey, especially that we saw in the movies, and I know a lot of people are on that Mary Sue vibe with, with Rey, but I really didn't feel that in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Last Jedi, I felt like they were a little on par with each other, but I still felt like Kylo Ren was still above her. And the throne room scene, to me, uh, makes that pretty obvious because Rey is real is is struggling to, to to destroy two or three of the Praetorian guards. Kylo Ren is just going off. He's going off. It's like four versus one, five versus one. It's really crazy to that. I, I actually enjoy watching that because of the display of Adam Driver and, and what he's able to do um, as a body uh, with a lightsaber. It's pretty awesome to watch. It's definitely a great spectacle. But Kylo Ren doing that, uh, 
I'm not sure, man. I love the redemption arc. And and that's the thing to me is like, I love redemption arcs so much because I feel like Star Wars is redemption arc. Star Wars is hope. And while it is cool and unique to see someone completely just go down this route of the dark side and be so loyal to the dark side, and that's just what they're going to do. I'm, I don't know, I guess it's hard for me to imagine what it could be because we haven't seen it done yet. And we did not see that anything near in the sequel trilogy. So, you know, you can't really blame me for having a, being a little bit, uh, you know, in disbelief about how it could have ended, how it could have uh, ultimately been the, the final destination for a character that I think is the strongest character, the best character in the entire sequel trilogy, because I believe that Kylo Ren is by far the best character in the sequel trilogy. And I, and I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close. I think the potential for Finn was awesome. I still I still enjoy Rey as a character, and I want to see more. Um, but to me, I I think absolutely that Kylo Ren is by far the best written character in the sequel trilogy. But when Kylo Ren, I don't know. It's just I just have to see because it's it's a lot of ifs. And then Adam Driver also goes along with this. You know how Ryan Johnson did take it in a different direction, but not to the point for Kylo Ren, where Kylo Ren still remained loyal and true to that writing of him dedicating himself to the dark side. And of course, we see that. I think it's more obvious in that movie than anything else. And I actually think Ryan Johnson, uh, I mean, Kylo Ren, in my opinion, The Rise uh, Last Jedi is a Kylo Ren movie. I think The Last Jedi is Kylo Ren's best movie. Absolutely. There are some really great points in The Rise of Skywalker where he thrives and shines. But I don't think he's as good of a character coming out of The Force Awakens than he is in The Last Jedi. Because I think The Last Jedi is a, is a superior movie for Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren only. I actually think while, while Kylo Ren is so good in that movie, and it's probably because Kylo Ren benefits from the conflict of Luke Skywalker being who he is more than Rey and by far more more than Finn. Finn is completely sidelined in that movie and it's just a tragedy. But for me at least, Kylo Ren is the one that benefits the most from the entire trilogy. He's the one that the story is focused around the most because of course, you know, he's got Skywalker blood. Uh, but even for someone like Rey, who in my opinion was supposed to be the main character, she kind of really isn't. Uh, when you look at everything else in The Force Awakens, who's the who's the villain? Uh, yeah, Snoke is. Yeah, General Hux is. Yeah, the First Order. But, but Kylo Ren is the bad guy. You know, is is he a great bad guy in that movie? Meh, he's okay. In The Last Jedi, who's the bad guy? Snoke. But it's also Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren is also the reason why Luke Skywalker went the route he did. You know, Kylo Ren is also a terrible person. Uh, you know, from from Ray's point of view and what he's done, what he's been doing. You know, doesn't. He indirectly kills his mother in that movie. Not really. It's it's indirectly. It's he was there and then he hesitated. He could have stopped it. So technically, it was an indirect. Uh, his choice led indirectly to what happened to Leia, and of course the rest of the resistance. What happened to Luke Skywalker in that movie? So yeah, he's the villain there. And then of course Rise of Skywalker. Palpatine is there, but uh, Kylo Ren is a villain throughout three-fourths of that movie. So, Kylo Ren, in my opinion, because he is the villain, I think he gets the, the most impactful writing and it turns out the way he does, which is the most prominent and most potent uh, fleshed-out character in that entire sequel trilogy, and I don't think it's close. How do you do that? 
for the rest of that of of dedicating himself i mean i feel like i feel like if palpatine is there let's say you do that i think he has to kill palpatine himself i think he has to betray palpatine i think uh he's so he's been so trained so well and groomed so well by snoke and then you see the way it plays out with snoke I think he has to do something along that manner of deception to Palpatine as well. And I feel like The Rise of Skywalker does a very good job in the opening. I actually think Rise of Skywalker has one of the best openings since Revenge of the Sith in any Star Wars movie. Especially with the scene on Exegol and how uh, Palpatine is talking to him about like, giving him everything, anything he wants and the power and everything. And I think at that point, Kylo Ren absolutely should have had enough momentum and deception uh, to deceive Lord Sidious and and kill him but at the end of the day you know we got what we got and I just I'm just not sure how outside of what we got it, it could be better because at the end of the day if you if you really are dead center on creating the opposite journey of Vader the story's gonna have to be better than the original trilogy and I think we know the answer to that so we'll see what happens but the one thing that I did want to talk about with Adam Driver is everyone seems so bent on how a lot of these actors did not like or enjoy the making of Star Wars. They did not like the drama and the nastiness of the community. Adam Driver tells Rich Eisen that, hey, you know, I really, I had a lot of great memories on this. He says that my memories are very nice for creating Star Wars. That is verbatim, exact quote of what he says. And that's at the very end of what he's talking about with Rich Eisen, when he's talking about it. You know, he's talking about the emotional uh, feel of, of Harrison Ford and him in The Force Awakens. Um, he's talking about how Harrison Ford was very earnest, which is not something that we see about Harrison Ford talking about. So, Harrison Ford talking uh, positively about Star Wars in general is not something that we usually see. And he was talking about that, and then he went on about uh, you know taking a lot of pieces of the uh, sets and his masks and his costumes and i feel like if if you feel the opposite of that you don't do that and it seems like he's very fond and really just loves the idea of creating that star wars and i feel like there's potential for him and this character ben solo to come back now Am I talking about Ben Solo being there and bringing him back alive and retconning the sequel trilogies? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it in the manner of a Force ghost. He trained with Luke Skywalker at a young age. Luke Skywalker absolutely was going to teach his nephew, part of his blood, how to become a Force ghost. It's Luke Skywalker. He's teaching you everything. Even, even, even if the time he spent with Luke wasn't that much... He's, do he's, he's doing all of these things. And honestly, from the Rise, of, uh, the Rise of Kylo Ren comics, it seems like Adam Driver... It seems like Kylo Ren was with Luke for a while. At least... At least six to eight years, I would say. At least that's what I got from reading the Rise of, Ren, uh, the Rise of Kylo Ren comics. So, anything's possible. And it does seem like Adam Driver really enjoyed his time with Star Wars. It seems like he really loves the character of Kylo Ren and Ben Solo because of what he's done, because of what he's been um, outspoken about in public. And that's not something that we get to see with a lot of these characters in Star Wars. So, if Kylo Ren is going to come back, Ray's here as well. Please bring John Boyega. Bring Poe too, man. Come on, man. Let's see it. Broom Boy, where you at, fam? I don't care. We're, I just want to see some good Star Wars. I want to see some good writing. And I want to see it completely thought out. And there has to be some type of destination. And it looks like there is with what da uh, Daisy Ridley was confirming and talking about as well. They have a direction that they're going. They know where the story is 
ultimately going to be and fleshed out. And you know what? If there's an opportunity to bring in Ben Solo, please do so. Disney Star Wars, you got to. Anyway, fam, I hope you enjoyed this. If there's ever, ever, ever a time that you want to talk about Star Wars, you know where to find me. And that's inside the Dark Temple. Visited by Mera Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many of the Force Sensitives like yourself. I am Lord Dagavir, fam, and I'll see you around. Deuces.